Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. In addition to another jam-packed sports weekend here in the U.S., don't forget that the UEFA Champions League final is on tap for Saturday, where two Premier League clubs, Manchester City and Chelsea, will kick off at 3 p.m. Eastern from Portugal. The match can be seen on CBS here in the States. Good morning. It's Friday, May 28th, and this is your Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for Abe Madcor. Hope you all had a good week, and I know summer is so close you can taste it. On yesterday's Buzzcast, we talked about the impressive ratings for the recent F1 race in Monaco. In other racing-related news, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway announced that it had sold all tickets available for Sunday's Indy 500 and would lift the Indianapolis area TV blackout. The track has sold 135,000 tickets, which is the limit IMS wanted to sell with continued pandemic effects. That's roughly 40% of the venue's unofficial 350,000 capacity. This marks the fifth time in race history and the third time in six years that the race will air live to the entire country. The 135,000 fans on Sunday will be mostly in the grandstands, with others also in suites, but no one will be permitted to watch the race from the infield beyond the 100-foot Pagoda Plaza video board. We're less than two months from the scheduled start of the Summer Olympics, and Tokyo 2020 President Seiko Hashimoto on Friday hinted that even local fans may be varred from venues when the Summer Games open in late July. Fans from abroad were ruled out months ago as being too risky during a pandemic. The Japanese government on Friday decided to extend a state of emergency until June 20th as COVID-19 cases continue to put the medical system under strain. Under previous plans, the state of emergency was to have been lifted on Monday. Organizers and the IOC are insistent that the Tokyo Games will go ahead, despite polls in Japan showing 60 to 80 percent want them called off. Bad fan behavior as crowds return to arenas and stadiums in larger numbers has unfortunately become too much a part of our daily discussion. Yesterday, we had fans being permanently banned from Madison Square Garden and the Wells Fargo Center for incidents involving players. Now we find out that Three fans banned indefinitely by the Utah Jazz made vulgar and racist comments to John Morant's parents. That's according to the father of the Memphis Grizzlies star guard. A statement from the Jazz cited one verbal altercation that occurred during Wednesday night's Game 2, but T. Morant said there were three separate incidents with male Jazz fans, adding that each one was handled quickly by arena security. All of this with Kyrie Irving's highly anticipated return to Boston tonight. Here's hoping that all we're talking about tomorrow is a great Game 3 between the Celtics and the Nets. Sticking with the NBA, the Lakers have chosen to stay put at Staples Center and yesterday announced an extension of their lease with AEG for two more decades through 2041. The agreement includes a commitment to spend nine figures on capital improvements and upgrades throughout the 22-year-old arena. A team official said the renovations were key to the extension, as was a desire to remain downtown. 
It also helps that the Clippers are leaving for Inglewood soon, which would potentially allow the Lakers, the Kings, and the Sparks to expand their locker rooms on the arena's lowest level. No construction details have been announced. Refurbishments will be overseen by the arena's original designers and could begin within several years. The Lakers' current lease was set to expire in a few years. U.S. Senators Chris Murphy from Connecticut and Bernie Sanders from Vermont are introducing federal legislation that would designate scholarship student-athletes as employees and allow them to unionize. Specifically, the College Athlete Right to Organize Act would amend the National Labor Relations Act to define any college athlete as an employee if that athlete receives compensation, whether that's in the form of a grant and aid or other compensation, The bill would also amend the NLRA to define public and private universities as employers in the context of intercollegiate sports, which would allow student-athletes to organize unions and collectively bargain their rights, which would include working conditions. The bill would also allow athletes to organize into multi-employer bargaining units, such as a union of players within an athletic conference. The NCAA responded in a statement College athletes are students and not employees of their college or university. This bill would directly undercut the purpose of college, earning a degree. We will continue to work with members of Congress to focus on issues that align with our priorities, but turning student athletes into union employees is not the answer. Speaking of NIL, former Georgia Athletic Director Greg McGarity worries about a redistribution of sponsorship dollars in the college space, once name, image, and likeness legislation is implemented. McGarity told our Michael Smith about a story that he thought could be a threat to multimedia rights holders. When he was still with the Bulldogs, McGarity was at a lunch with a big Georgia sponsor. He asked the sponsor how he would spend $100,000 in sponsorship money once NIL laws go into effect. Would it be with the star athlete at UGA or with the athletics department? The response came quickly. He'd spend the money on the star athlete. That made McGarity wonder about the future revenue potential from multimedia rights partners who sell corporate sponsorships. JMI Sports and Learfield IMG College have the Bulldogs rights. McGarity said it confirmed what he had been thinking about regarding third-party rights holders. There is a concern about the pool drying up to some degree as brands channel their resources to the players instead of the athletic department. Speaking of ADs, the ever-changing demands of the modern-day Division I athletic director are driving longtime professionals out of the business at record rates in 2021. In a typical year, between 40 and 50 Division I AD jobs come open from those who retire or forced out or simply decide to do something else. Through the first five months of 2021, 30 AD positions already have come open, just putting the profession on course for more than 70 vacancies this year. This month alone, we've had eight athletic directors move on from their posts for various reasons. You can read more about AD burnout in next week's issue of Sports Business Journal. We'll end on a light note as a good old-fashioned traffic jam kept Los Angeles Angels right-hander Shohei Otani from making it to the ballpark in time for his regular pregame pitching routine. He was scratched from his scheduled start Thursday night against the Oakland A's. Because of an accident on the Bay Bridge that snarled traffic for one of the Angels' several buses made the 45-minute trip to the ballpark increasingly longer than planned, so Otani returned to the team hotel 
and wound up on Bay Area Rapid Transit. Yes, the BART system, and that put him further behind schedule. Otani did make it to the ballpark and was in the lineup, batting second against the A's last night. He went 0 for 3 with a walk. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for May 28th. I hope everybody has a great Friday and a long holiday weekend. We'll be off on Monday for Memorial Day. Hope you are too. So we'll see you back here on Tuesday morning when Abe Madcor returns. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.